walking down the street with my sack of tricks. No one ever guessed it's my bag of dicks. It's the podcast. Yeah, it's the podcast. I said I'm walking down the street with my sack of tricks. No one ever guessed it's my bag of dicks. It's the podcast. Motherfucking podcast. Hello and welcome to the podcast. Today is Saturday, November 6, 2021. This is episode three featuring Hellcats NFTs. I'm your host, Finn. Joining me is the Hellcats team today. We got Albeit J. How you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? Good, good. Good to have y'all. We got D. Panotis. I'm probably mispronouncing these. How do you say that? (laughs) Panotis. D. Panotis. Awesome. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Thanks Hell for yeah. hosting us, man. Yeah. Good to have you. We also got Gabe from the team. What's up, Gabe? Hey, what's up? And we got KI77Y also from the Hellcats team. How you doing? Hey, how's it going, guys? Good to have y'all. So uh, have you guys, I've, I've kind of been out at the park all day and then I took a nap, a little cat nap because I'm old. <laughs> but uh, you guys will start at the top with uh, any potential release dates that we might have that you want to get out there. And then we'll get into talking about some cool stuff like your treasury and your roadmap and everything. Yeah, cool. Well, not 100% confirmed with the with the launch date at this point. We had a few dates that uh, we've decided to push back. So we're definitely going to launch at the end of this month and we'll know more. We'll know all the details by, uh, I think, Tuesday this week. So, um, yeah, end of November, we'll, we'll, we'll definitely be out in the Terra space. Excellent. And you guys have your own Discord server. We'll put links to that in the show notes for this episode, of course, where people can join uh, and follow you guys on Twitter. Uh, where do you make most of your announcements on? You have an announcements channel I've, I've seen in uh, the Discord. Is that kind of your main communication to the public? Yeah, you can check, check that Discord's probably best at the moment. We also um, get a fair bit of content out on the Twitter page as well. But in terms of uh, pre, pre-minting phase, yeah, I would recommend jumping in our Discord. Uh, that's obviously where we're setting out our whitelist as well. So if you're interested in the project and want to look at purchasing, uh, that's, that's where to go. Very cool. Yeah, if you want, if you want the early alpha, you definitely got to be in these uh, Discord <laughs> servers. The Twitter is for the public. I, I, it seems like, and anyone that wants that inside scoop wants to come be a part of the community. Definitely join up in the Discord. That's it, man. That's it. So, what uh, what got you guys started in this? Uh, wanting to make NFTs and then choosing Terra. I assume you guys were in on Terra before you got into NFTs, or how did that all work? We're all pretty much from different. Uh, corners of the blockchain, to be honest, man. Like, Gabe, if you want to give, like, a bit of an intro on yourself and, and same with you, albeit, like, we're all, like, hey, you guys can, can ch- chime in here. Yeah, sure. Go so ahead, Gabe. I... Yeah, because I was going to say, Gabe, Gabe is the one that, in my opinion, knows a lot about Luna compared to me. So go ahead, Gabe, sorry. Yeah, I was in Terra since uh, beginning of this year, about February. So uh, I actually started with, like, Bitcoin, Ethereum, the usual, you know, was looking at the charts, I saw uh, Luna like pushing twenty percent every day for like a week. That was when uh, I bought in after the peak, I think. So it was the peak was twenty two dollars. Got in around sixteen, and then watched uh, it go down to five with the rest of us. <laughs> all the way down. I remember that. Good times, good times, scary times. Um, <laughs> then that's where I actually had the most conviction i sold most of my other positions and like went basically all in to luna so i'm pretty much 
99% in, in the Terra ecosystem. Nice. What attracted you to Terra besides the 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 forty percent gains and then the fifty percent L? I actually wrote a trade on this on Twitter. Uh, if you guys want to follow me, but basically, from what I've seen is that Terra is has a very unique proposition, which is that its product is not being a blockchain not being the best layer one blockchain, but this product is actually programmable money, which is the stable coins. So I found that to be a really unique proposition amongst all the other blockchains like Solana, like Ethereum. Like we're not competing to be the best blockchain. We're just competing to be to create the best form of money. So I think that's what really got me. Nice. Yeah, I got I got first introduced into it about the same time you did and my buddy was like you can get paid to borrow i was like no way so i checked it out and then yeah we all learned what liquidation meant after that because everyone was writing that ltv or whatever uh very high and then as soon Wait. as luna started dropping it was like oh shit we're about to get liquidated yeah that, that was a, that was a painful time yeah diamond hands were forged that day boys <laughs> <laughs> uh, how'd you get into it, uh, Deepanatis? Uh Man, I started off uh, building on the EOS blockchain, man. I worked for a DeFi startup, um, a launchpad slash incubator. And that was sort of my first gig in the space. And that was probably, I'm going to say, around February, March of this year. On EOS? And EOS, yeah. Oh, wow. I haven't heard that name yeah. in a while. That's awesome. <laughs> Yeah, man. So, um, as I said, it was a DeFi company and the way we sort of raised our like initial capital to assist onboarding projects was we actually did an NFT launch. Um, and we, we launched on Atomic Hub, the, the chain, uh, sorry, the marketplace for the EOS IO, uh, chain. So it sort of got me interested, man. And I was like, well, this is a pretty cool space. And that was probably in July, I'm going to say thereabouts anyway. And um, just so happened that we, we onboarded a new team member. Uh, his name's B-Dub. And our boss is, well, the CEO of EOS Starter was based in, in Israel, man. And, and he introduced me to, to B-Dub. And it turned out that B-Dub and I were quite literally next door neighbors. So oh, wow. um, B-Dub was like pretty, pretty into the NFT space, mostly on, on wax. And, uh, dude, we caught up quite a few times and, and my mind was just blown about the endless opportunities. Um, now, it was also around about that time, um, like May, June, July time, that um, Luna started really coming across my feet a fair bit. So it would have been ignorant of me to continue to ignore it. So that was when I first sort of bought in my first stash um, with Luna. And then since then, just sort of been incrementally increasing that um that stake in luna shifting across from eos maybe a little bit too much but um into like heavily nfts probably when i joined the crypto writer team and um was a part of part of a launch with them um on the on the wax chain and then uh also on the terra ecosystem and then when i saw development the community i was like man this space is this space is insane man like what's going on here is like unheard of what's happening in 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 eos space so 
again, man, it would have been silly and ignorant of me not to, to follow that curiosity trail. So nice. um, Taylor and I were working together. Um, and then, dude, one afternoon, we just called up each other and we're like, yo, let's start our own project. Hey, like we've got all the skill sets. We're blessed to have the network around us. Um, so let's see what we can what we can create here. And um, that was pretty much how we came up with with Hellcats. It was over one phone call. We came up with the name. We we came up with like the initial design. Then we got in contact with a few people that are you know obviously in this call and the artist as well. And um, we began building Hellcats. And we're really interested in in giving back to the the whole ecosystem as, as a whole, man, like, um, you know, not just the NFT space, but there's some, some pretty cool DeFi protocols popping up. And um, we're seriously interested in, in being in the ecosystem long term. So that was the main premise of deciding to build on, on the Terra network. That's awesome. It's definitely got some of the craziest DeFi stuff that you can do that I've seen on any blockchain. And I've dabbled in quite a few of them and just like anchor and and nexus and apollo and like all of these other great protocols all built on this awesome blockchain the only downside i see is that there's not enough rust developers (laughs) (laughs) um so i was initially um just writing articles on i mean writing trades on twitter i was just like writing my thoughts and stuff like that really got involved with advising the Krunks team on their project launch. From then on, I think Taylor approached me and he was like, hey, uh, we are starting this thing. And he showed me the art. It really reminded me of uh, what Bored Apes and similar projects look like. So I thought that was really cool. I really liked the art at first. And I was like, I wanted to hear more. So really got to know both Taylor and, and Dimitri. And uh, yeah, it's been pretty cool from there. The art is really cool. That's what kind of first caught my eye. Uh, the name actually caught me first because I'm a Mopar guy and there's a Hellcat and that's like the car everybody wants in Mopar. So like I, I don't have one yet, but like I when I saw Hellcats, I was like, oh man, one day I'll have a Hellcat. And then I saw the art and like I'm a huge fan of cats. I'm a big cat nerd. And then like, it's got that vibe of just like, these are some grimy ass cats that get up to no good. These are some hell cats. And like, I don't know. I just really vibe with that. I thought it was pretty cool. Uh, Albeit. It reminds me of uh, Tom and Jerry from. Yeah. yeah, Top hat cat is what I was reminded of, but definitely Tom and Jerry as well. That old cartoony style. I like it. Albeit. How'd you get into this with these guys? So I've been in the crypto space for quite some time, not necessarily into NFTs. I met Taylor early in the year. I was like into wax as well. Uh, then I kind of moved into Ethereum a lot and then into Luna and Terra when uh, Taylor approached me because Taylor has another project. Uh, he's running a company called Minted HQ. And so for that, when we're trying to help projects or people who, who want to launch NFTs, uh, projects we're helping them out doing their marketing and discord com- development and community building oh nice stuff like that for for other people or other projects so when taylor uh eventually approached me about working on hellcats with him um i, I joined up mostly because i really like the art the arts what sold me yeah as gabe said i do get vibes of like it being a premier nft or profile picture much in the same vein of like uh board eight yacht club so taylor brought me into it 
I'd like to see this. I, I kind of vibe more with these than I do the the galactic punks, but I never got in the whole punk craze initially, like when it was popping on ETH. And I don't know, Pixel stuff is pretty cool, but I vibe with the cat vibe a lot more than like the Pixel uh, galactic character, I guess, uh, if you will. Yeah, I think a large part of what sold me on working with Taylor and and with Hellcats especially is that we believe that these are something that users are actually going to want to like use as a profile picture. A lot of the stuff that we're seeing on the Terra blockchain currently is, you know, pixelated or just doesn't look like crisp or clean, you know, like this to me looks like something you'd actually want to use on Twitter or Discord. Yeah, this definitely looks like a show I would watch, you know, like an adult swim show or something called Hellcats where they're just like raunchy ass cats just like getting up to no good or something. That's cool. Uh, KI77Y, how'd you get involved with these boys? Hey, uh, yeah, you can just uh, call me Kitty. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah, just uh, and the Hellcat theme. I started in Wax earlier this year with uh, was dribbling around on the internet doing um, physical collectible sales and things like that. And then uh, my cousin brought me in. He's like, "Hey, since you're doing that, let me show you something. You can do it online." Like, oh, okay. Nice. What's up? So, uh, show me Wax, and I got involved in that. Got my toe in uh, pretty deep. Then uh, just the community and through the different projects, met up with uh, Taylor and uh, yeah, just took on from there. I did a few community um, Discord building and community interaction type um, roles, different projects, and just landed me here and and he just asked me, and I was like, yeah, let, let's do it. I love the art. Love love what's going on behind it. And, yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Let's talk about what's going on behind it. You guys have uh, this thing called the Treasury uh, in the latest updates you posted on GetReview.co. I'll put a link to this in the show notes. Everybody can check it out if they want to read it. Uh, this is pretty cool. It says Hellcat doubles as your membership to our exclusive community-driven project on the Terra blockchain. Uh, and then you talk about the treasury funded by 100% of secondary sales. The wallet's actively managed by the Hellcats team and the funding will be used to invest in yield assets and NFT projects on Terra in our aim to give back to the entire community. How, what, what, uh, what made you guys think of doing that? Was it just like we need to add some sort of utility or was this something you kind of had uh, thought of beforehand? Well, like as I mentioned before, like we we want to be in Terra long term, man. We we see some some pretty amazing development going on, and um, we're keen to stick around. And in order to do so, um, we need to keep this sort of money like growing instead of like going into pockets. It needs to be keep like multiplying and being in this space. And we we truly believe that um, NFTs and the DeFi space on Terra is, you know, in the extreme infancy stages. So, you know, we've seen crazy spikes, with, uh, Luna token itself, but, um, we really think that this is, this is really the only beginnings. So <clears throat> we sort of got together and said like, Hey, this would actually be some pretty cool utility as well as giving back to the community and supporting the ecosystem and, you know, making more money for the, for the Hellcat sort of or chest, which we intend on deploying in Roadmap 2.0, and got a few pretty cool future projects that um, we might delve into a little bit later. But in short, like the way that we're going to be, I guess stage one, which is raising capital, like we're going to be putting 60% of the 100% of secondary fails into 
lunar and DeFi protocols, and that'll be split up, you know, from high risk to low risk. Low risk being, you know, staking UST to to anchor protocol for what, like nineteen point eight percent, and then you know some high risk stuff into to some yield farming strategies as well. So the the 60% will be distributed among those those risk factors. And then the other 20% of that fund will go to purchasing uh, Terra NFTs. You know, this is more of uh, Allbeats and um, Taylor's sort of section of the business. And they'll be looking at, you know, some undervalued NFT projects or if we want to team up with um, and do some partnerships with some projects, we can look at minting like a high number of projects to assist during the minting phase. And um, most of those will be distributed throughout our community. Like we play heaps of, like we play poker every day and we give NFTs to the community who joins in. So as well as being an investment strategy by buying NFTs, we, we also want to hand them out to the community. And um, the last 20% will be um, repurchasing Hellcats from the marketplace that either we really like in terms of the art or, um, you know, purchasing a couple of floor uh, Hellcats or buying them to then use them for like marketing and promos and giveaways. So that's sort of like the sum up of the of the secondary fees. So. Gabe, myself, and uh, B-Dub will be looking at more of the finance section and then Albeit and, and Taylor will be more looking at at the uh, the NFT section of it. Very cool. Kind of reminds me of like some hedge fund vibes where you and a group of friends all pick like some, some stocks or some crypto to go into and then kind of decide, you know, how, how each investment will, will get played. It's a cool idea, yep. but with NFTs, which and is obviously- awesome. Yeah, and, and like soon enough, we'll, um, you know, we'll incorporate as a company and be like fully legit, just not really necessary right now, you know, before we before we've launched. So, yeah, uh, yeah, we plan not to just sort of stop at the Hellcats, man, like it's going to come under the umbrella of, of Raise Hell. And and um, this is really just like the start. And, and that's how we're going to start raising capital to, to keep um, pumping the development of this project. I like it. And is that something the group as a whole, as the community will vote on in kind of a DAO sort of situation as far as which protocols will be invested in? Like you can probably give them a breakdown of here's what percentages we're going to work with and then you guys pick where you want it kind of thing. Or is that something you guys will run yourselves? So we were initially thinking of of, um, having the DAO set up and the community fully having autonomy over what's going on here. But we felt in the infancy stages of this development, we wanted to be like super efficient and we, and we back our knowledge of the ecosystem to, to make some pretty decent funds. So we were considering that the DAO's um, set up and it's something that we definitely will consider going into the future. But in terms of efficiency and like getting the ball rolling as soon as possible, we thought that it would be better just to have um, suggestions from the community. Like if you jump in our Discord, we've got a suggestions panel that um, we're always open to whatever the community has to say. And um, we'll obviously, of course, like, you know, pass it by them and, and see what they think and, and get some uh, thoughts running through that process. Let's talk about the club. That's a little further down the roadmap. Uh, you have something called the club, an exclusive members only hangout uh, with some benefits. I like the idea of NFTs being access to not necessarily certain information, but to like 
certain groups and whatnot, like, like more private. Here's kind of like the upper tier section of, of the community here. Anyone that holds one of these gets access to it. And here's where maybe we make some, some more decisions, uh, based around what, what goes on and everything. I was going to say, just, just coming from other projects where I've have, you know, NFTs or investments in such as, you know, things on like Ethereum, um, I think important thing with the club that we're we're doing is is in the same vein that other successful projects are doing where you're right it's not like just a um, like gatekeeping information it's it's more of like building a community and making you feel special and and making you feel like uh, you know you have you have someone that you can lean on or someone to learn from so I I think the idea that I like about the club is that uh it really it's really about community building because I think no project can be successful without building an active and engaged community. I know that uh, Dimitri and Taylor have bigger plans to like introduce some gamification and all that. But to me, uh, I think community is what, what is what the club is really about. And community is huge. If I don't know if you guys were involved in uh, pylon at all, but it seems like everything I see in their telegram server is, they have a huge disconnect as far as communication from the devs down to the community. And that's where like these community managers and leaders are super important. Like it may not seem like it at first, but once you get going and you get to the point where Pylon is right now, where there's all these pools happening and all of this development happening. And then there's issues from, from earlier previous things, like people not getting airdrops and stuff. And it's like, there's nobody there to facilitate that communication. Like that's super necessary, especially when you're dealing with people from all over the world, you know, all these different cultures, mm-hmm. all trying to invest and all trying to make money at the same time like man you got to have somebody there that's that's able to talk to them and relay the proper information otherwise you see what happened with pylon where it's sitting at 20 cents for like a while and now it just dumped down to 10 or 11 or 12 it's like man you guys have such an amazing project here but nobody to communicate (laughs) yeah um one thing about discord is it really it really does allow you to build community It, it, it actually like is a gateway to information into many projects. Uh, another thing that I think is important about community and what our team has done, I know you keep calling me LB at J, uh, that's my, my alias, but my name is Lucas. And most of our team actually has like, you know, their, their real names out on, uh, on our uh, website under the team section. So like, I think not only community, but actually like being truthful and knowing who you're working with is, is huge uh, yeah. trust. Cause you know, you don't want to get anything with like into, you know, rug pulls like that one, uh, was it deep? Uh, was it Duan coin or what? It was? Something just something just had a rug pull, some coin. Oh yeah, and they yeah. called it an exploit, something where the LP was drained before they had a chance to set their <laughs> LP or something. I don't know what's true or what's not at this point. I definitely know enough from dealing with BSC shit coins to stay away from the new section on Coin Hall. Like you won't find me there. <laughs> yeah, so if you do hop in our Discord, we're all on there, we're all active when we can be. Um, there's always people on there watching it, so it's it's a very, very community based, and the club just adds to that. That's awesome, and I I noticed you guys you mentioned earlier, and I I get all the pings when you guys are playing poker. It definitely is like strong community built around that. Like everybody wants to come hang out. Like yo, let's come play poker. Let's talk about NFTs. Let's it's pretty cool what you guys are building. And like I think the main message is that you can't build a house on on mud. You know, we know that the main foundations of any project is is community. So, 
Uh, myself and Taylor have made a, a pretty big note to be as available at pretty much all waking hours. You know, we always ping each other being like, hey, bro, you know, I've got to go out X, Y, Z for a couple of hours. Uh, do you mind covering me? And, and, you know, very grateful for Gabe, Lucas, Kitty and, and B-Dub being available realistically 24-7. So, um, yeah, we're under no illusions that that's where a good, a good project starts. So, yeah. It takes a village for sure, especially when you have all of these different time zones. It's like the the worst thing could would be to have somebody come in with questions and nobody there to answer them, and then they're just like, "Oh, I guess this shit's dead." Always. I think be you um, you sort of start to get the message of how good your project is, man. When when community members start answering those questions yeah, for you, hey? that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see, you guys want to talk any bit about the arcade that you guys have on the roadmap here? Or is that still, like, is there anything you can say about it? Or is that kind of off in the distance too far? Uh, no, it's not too far away, man. Like, we, we intend on implementing um, some simple gamification pretty early for, for um, Hellcat owners. So uh, we got a few ideas that uh, we want to deploy pretty soon after launch. So... Um, the main main purpose of those is just purely have a bit of fun and, and win yourself some NFTs from from our treasury wallet. Nice. And that's where buying up a few off the floor or the ones, like you said, the, the art that you particularly are drawn to, and then you can use those for giving away and exactly everything. Exactly right. That's awesome. Uh, I like also you guys partnered with Angel Protocol. I've been seeing that a lot more and more uh, in this space where uh, a percentage of the mints or of the secondary sales or however they, they decide to work it out will go to Angel Protocol and Angel then... Uh, we all know what they do, giving out donations and endowments to nonprofits and charities that are trying to do awesome work uh, so that they don't have to worry about funding. I'm sure as you guys know, just as I do, worrying about funding is the worst stress, like worrying about if you're going to have enough money to implement the next phase. And like, it really takes away from the work that needs to be done when your mind is, is stressing about other things. So I really, really vibe with their whole goal of like, don't stress. Like we got this part covered, just do the work, do the good work. Yeah, absolutely. And, and Mike Plattis has been absolutely amazing uh, in sort of hooking us all up there. So you know, we reached out to him not long ago and everything just sort of happened so organically. So he's been awesome. And initially we were just thinking of doing um, like 2% of our uh, initial sales. And that was going to go to Angel slash our chosen charity fund, which is RSPCA, so Animal Welfare and Animal Rescue Center. And um, once we got in contact with, with Mike, we actually really jammed with him um, and we eventually came up with a one for one, which is sort of like a, an angel cap. <laughs> um, and we'll be auctioning that off after the, the mint and 100% of the proceeds will be going to angel slash RSPCA. And then we also teamed up with uh, Luna Bulls. We've been like in contact with their community and their team heaps. We're super thankful for their generosity and uh, with like sort of sharing knowledge and experience about the market and whatnot. So, you know, we've really seen them as sort of like a, a big brother. So in a show of gratitude, we decided to do a, a one for one, which is a, um, a hell bull. And 50% uh, of the proceeds will be going to Angel. 25% will be going to uh, the Luna Bulls team. 
and then 25% will be um, going to the, the Hellcat treasury. That's awesome. I really like the collab NFTs that have been coming out. I think there's a lot of potential there to work with some of the more established projects that have been there a while and then letting them use their communities and their names to help out these up and coming projects. And then everyone grows. It just makes a stronger community all around, which is totally awesome. It's been sort of our, our main focus is, as a Hellcats team, like we're, we're completely community driven, community focused. So, you know, teaming up with Lunables was almost a no brainer for us um and said their team's been amazing i like the art i like the pin tweet you guys have uh people keep asking us guys your art is so dope and cool what does a common hellcat look like and i i love the projects where the commons are just as cool as the rares and the epics like it makes it, it gives you more of a connection to the art when you can vibe with it like that instead of being like, oh, I got all these shitty commons, so everything sucks now and I hate this fucking project. It's like, man, these commons are actually really cool. Like, I'm totally into this. That was one of the issues that I stressed that I noticed from a lot of the previous projects that launched. Um, it was that the commons were really too common yeah. and the, the rares were really too rare. So <clears throat> you're basically uh, like, 50% of the mints, really common uh, NFTs that look pretty much the same. And you're giving a small number of people really rare traits that they are probably happy about, but maybe the rest of the community wouldn't be happy about. Right. So I think that, that was one of the major issues that I saw. So I, I told Dimitri, that it was like, we got to give the community, uh, like even the common ones, we got to make them look really good and we got to distribute the traits pretty evenly so that people who actually get a Hellcat would want to use it as a profile pick regardless of whether it was rare or common. Yeah, some of the some of the ones that have all these traits stacked up. I saw a pretty funny meme the other day. It was this dude with like some Mickey Mouse like mask on but then he had like one of those little car things around his body and it was like check out my super rare nft or something like that but it just it looks so stacked like so ridiculously and like i was like damn that's so perfect because some of these some of these projects just stack up their layers so crazy for their rares it's like man i i don't want all that like just give me some cool art yeah it, it's kind of like you're just rewarding a small number of people and then the rest of the people just get like, you're basically getting rugged. Uh, let's see. What else do you guys have coming up? Uh, you're going to release the launch date in a week or so, like you said, at the top of the show or uh, sometime before the end of the month. Uh, I see you got some cool merchandise here also going to come out. Uh, I assume that'll come out after the mint. Or is that something people will be able to purchase beforehand? Yeah, that'll that'll come up after the... Um after the mint and to be honest man like we weren't actually planning on releasing uh any merch to the public for a little while because we sort of felt like you know you're sort of like doubling down you know you're you're already offering one product and before people are even like you know super interested or hooked, hooked in you're already selling another product so um we weren't too keen on releasing that but then once the community got a sniff of of some merch um they just wanted more and more so we decided to uh, end up uh, posting some merch up on our website and on our Twitter that you can see. 
Uh, so that'll come after the launch and most likely be exclusive to uh, Hellcat owners. Um, so that's one of the things that we've got going. We've also hired a like creative art, a creative writer who is currently creating uh, the story for the Hellcats. So a bit of an intro before the mint. Um, who are the Hellcats? You know, what do they stand for? Where do they hang out? Um, and then obviously once the mint happens, the next part of the story, and then post mint another part of the story. So just another way to sort of integrate and and you know become a little bit more. Um, identified with the with the community yeah having good lore is huge for sure like there's there's yep. many pieces to a successful nft project and and good lore like you may not think of it if you're just like buying cool art but like having a story that that connects to people on that level is super important yeah well absolutely like we spoke a bit a little bit off air about I imagine you know normies seeing us like mint xyz or like you know posting about this like we we spoke about that before and um one of the like key takes for me recently has been like yeah okay like when you look at in real life friends <laughs> i don't really understand like the crypto space and in particular nft space and you sort of seen upon as like you know different or bit of an outcast and that's exactly what the hellcats are man they're they're outcasts they're degens they're they're sort of like uh, been kicked out of like their local hubs and now they're sort of colluding. And, and <laughs> you know what happens when, when big communities start to join together? Well, you know, they start to raise hell. So, um, you know, we're, we're, we're pretty keen to align that into our story and, and uh, recreate something pretty special. I like it. Any, uh, any possibility for having community written uh, lore after you establish the foundation? Or is that something you guys are going to control? Uh, absolutely absolutely we 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 want to sort of set the tone with the intro part and you know get the get the juices flowing on on sort of one train track and then we'll uh we'll hand it over to the community and and definitely take some um some ideas and thoughts because uh there's some creative people in the community man would be silly not to to listen yeah definitely i think some of the best ideas come from the community because we're always you know, head down in development or doing the art or doing the, the community outreach stuff. Like we may not necessarily have the perspective that an outsider who hasn't spent, you know, the last three or four weeks or months of their life, you know, developing. So they come along and they're just like, Oh, Hey, what about this? And then you're like, ah, I never even thought of that, but that's so excellent. <laughs> like, yes, let's, let's do that. Like the power of communities. Yeah. It's huge. A spot on. Uh, what other projects are you guys excited about? I assume uh, you you also collect NFTs, like you mentioned uh, before. Uh, are there any upcoming that you're excited about, or any that have launched that you're uh, you're holding or or uh, looking at? Uh, personally, I'm uh, I'm pretty pretty set on the on the Lunar Balls, man. I've picked up a few and plan on keeping them long term. Um, obviously, with the Tesseract coming in soon and some 3Ds, so. I'm pretty keen to see what the team has uh, to show as well, because as I said earlier, like we've been in close contact with them and, and we're pretty inspired by their, their vision. So um, yeah, I've, I've picked up a few Lunables. For, uh, for me, I'm looking at a few Lunables that uh, I want to hold forever and to keep and to love and all that good stuff. But uh, over on ETH, a uh, project I went in pretty deep on, they're doing a uh, uh, Leatherfaces drop there on 
on ETH. And uh, there is only going to be 1,666 Leatherfaces dropped on that. So, uh, pretty low number compared to any other ETH drop. Did you say Leatherfaces? Sorry, your connection's kind of kind of off. Yes, <clears throat> Leatherfaces are like uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, okay, that's what I thought you said. I was like, damn, that's, I haven't even heard of yeah, that. That's uh, awesome. It's a uh, dark fire. It's got a uh, an artist well-known in the uh, horror art community. Uh, his name goes by the name of Skinner. It's backed by the Texas Chainsaw Massacre IP. Oh, wow. It's, it's uh, going to be a pretty wild ride with that one. A blockchain massacre, as they say on their site. That is pretty cool. Leatherfaces.io uh, is what he's talking about, if you want to take a look. And that's on so, ETH. Yeah, uh, I'm keen on minting uh, uh, Terrans and Terabots. It looked pretty cool. Nice. Yeah, I like those. I, I like the Space Toads. I got into that uh, bag of dicks. <laughs> Obviously, that was my first one. That's why we're called the Pudcast. We start out as a show hosted by all, all of us. Uh, and then I kind of just keep it going when they're not able to make it. Uh, but I really like drawing dicks on stuff when I was a kid. So when I saw that project, I was like, oh, man, I got to get a couple of these dicks so I can send them to my friends and shit. Uh, and then uh, the Planet of the Luna Apes, I really enjoyed their art. I thought that was pretty cool. And uh, the the stuff they're doing in their community is pretty neat. Uh, and then, yeah, as far as like upcoming stuff, I'm really excited about Terran's uh, there's so many projects right now. I'm excited about the space loot uh, renderings of the ships. I was lucky enough to be gifted a space loot by my friend that got me into this, good old Luna Loot. Uh, shout out to Kevin. And then ended up buying another one after he gave me one because I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. So looking forward to that coming out. And uh, yeah, there's there's so many. Uh, I got to like look in my Discord uh, to see which ones are are coming up next i i found one today called the bread clip project which i thought was kind of interesting i like that kind of ai generated uh fractally kind of art and that's kind of what they're doing uh and then i got a little bit into red-eyed space toads uh slightly so kind of looking forward to what they do with their evolutions and stuff uh, lots of cool ideas out there though definitely uh, anyone else say anything you're uh, into and doesn't even have to be NFTs. Are there any like protocols coming up that you're looking forward to? I know Lavana oh. and their meteors are looking pretty cool uh, coming out. Oh man. So many. <laughs> I'm looking at Mars, looking at Astroport. Nice. Um, yeah. Prism, White Whale. It's going to be a really good month. It's uh, it's pretty amazing to see what's being developed in in the space, man. Like every time you sort of feel like you got handle on some new protocol or concept, you know, you're offline for like a, not even a day, like half a day, and it's like, why have I just missed like eight chapters, eight chapters of this book? Like I got no idea what. I'm so lost now. It's crazy um, how fast it moves. <laughs> it is, man. It really is. I was like, I got into like the anchor thing and everything. And then my friend's like, oh no, we're all done with that now. We're into pylon. And then I do that. And then they're like, oh no, we're all done with that. We're steak, we're farming in Apollo now. It's like, God damn, we're, how do you guys do this? Like I have a day job and a kid. Like how do you guys have assistants or interns? And that, that's the answer. <laughs> they have interns. <laughs> Ridiculous. Yeah, it really is. 
Hell yeah. Well, I definitely appreciate you guys coming on, chatting with us. This art's really cool. I'm checking out your team page here, and your artist says it's anonymous for now. So they used up eight of their nine lives. <laughs> I can definitely yeah, appreciate yeah. that. Uh, uh, he, um, <laughs> he, Taylor and I shot him a message yesterday, or maybe it was the day before, and we're like, hey, man, um, you know, we've got a pretty wild Discord uh, channel that are, that are keen to sort of show their appreciation for your work. And if you feel comfortable, um, we would like to share your name post, post Mint. And uh, his reply was, uh, will this interfere with my peaceful life? <laughs> <laughs> yes, actually, it probably will. <laughs> I so like good. that. I can appreciate that for sure as being somebody yeah. that's doxxed online for uh, music and other stuff. Like it definitely has its ups and downs and it, it can it can make a quiet life not so quiet. That's for sure. Yep, spot on, spot on. Uh, we really appreciate you for uh, hosting the space for us, man. We really do. Yeah, you guys got some cool functionality and even cooler art coming out. So I'm definitely, I'll, I'll be here for it, for the mint and everything. I'm definitely looking forward to it. Uh, is there anything so, else, yeah. any alpha you guys want to drop while, while we got you on here? Anything you want to mention about the project that we may have missed uh, before we wrap this up? Uh, pretty good from my end. I don't know if the other boys got anything to show. Like, obviously, if you want to check out some like alpha art, we've we've launched a couple of one for ones on our Twitter. I think is probably the best way to see them. And then, um, you know, you mentioned earlier like the common common cats, if you will. Like they're they're all on our Twitter as well and Discord. So, yeah, if you want to check out the art, um, they're your probably your best bets. Yeah, and definitely get get involved there in the community. They're doing some cool giveaways, and uh, yeah, get. Uh, is there going to be uh, some uh, whitelisting like uh, events happening, or how how are you guys going to run all that? Yeah, so we have a preliminary plan at the moment, um, which might be subject to change to a few uh, external sort of marketplace decisions, but. Um, at this point, we're running with two whitelists. Um, the first whitelist is pretty much full, and the second one is um, just starting to fill up now. So, uh, yeah, like if you, I'm sure most people listening have already minted something on, on Random Earth, and it'll be, you know, we want to do things a little bit different. Um, we want to mix it up a little bit. So, um, yeah, stay tuned on the whitelisting stuff. You want to be a troublemaker. I'll just say that. <laughs> That's exactly right. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and uh, yeah, definitely check out the Discord links, like I said, are in the show notes. Uh, you can find all of their information at hellcatsnft.com and their Twitter, twitter.com slash hellcatsnft. So definitely check it out. And yeah, come hang out in the community. Like, it's a great time. There's always something going on. It seems 24-7. <laughs> so definitely come hang out and uh, try to get a spot on the whitelist in the Troublemakers or what the uh, second whitelist. Are, are they both called Troublemakers? Uh, troublemakers and thugs. Thugs. Okay. Yeah. So, and the troublemakers is almost full is what you're saying. Yep. Excellent. That's awesome. Hell yeah. Well, thank you guys so much. I'm going to get this edited up and post it up and then I'll swing over to the Hellcat server and toss you guys the link. Beautiful. Thanks, man. Really appreciate it. Absolutely. Yeah, thanks for having us. 
Thanks for listening, everyone. Terraspaces.org is where you can find the show. Uh, all sorts of stuff going on. We have Whispers by the Water Cooler. We'll be recording a new episode of that tomorrow with all the interns dropping the, the most alfalfa alpha, alpha you've ever alphaed. And then we've got uh, some more podcasting happening Sunday as well. And uh, yeah, all sorts of projects coming out. So definitely keep an eye out there and on, uh, on the Discord and uh, on the Twitter. And we'll talk to you next time. Have a great week, everyone. Peace out. Walking through town like we the kings of this shit. More like the court jester. Got people feeling a grin. I'm eager to equally fit in and not fit in at all. Selling technological dope out the bathroom stall. Got a line a mile long. Cutting up a rug. People need cheeseburgers and drugs. And enough screen time to start feeling a buzz. Moths to the flame and I don't mean bugs. If you're online, then you're a user. All these apps are addictive and you're abusing. We've given these companies so much information. Then we wonder why life sucks and we're complacent. In the destruction of infinite juxtapositioning within different decisions, it must have gone better in another timeline. And tits up in this one. Now it's time to log off. Bye bye. We know that engagement with social media and our cell phones releases a chemical called dopamine. That's why when you get a text, it feels good. And we've all had it where you're feeling a little bit down or feeling a little bit lonely. And so you send out 10 texts to 10 friends, you know, hi, 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 hi. Because we know when you get it, you get a hit of dopamine, which feels good. It's why we like it, it's why we keep going back. Jumping back in with a quick one, two. And if you say fuck me, I'm gonna say fuck, I love you. On some turn the other cheek shit, up shit's creek shit. Turn the sentry into a sensei, then teach it. Smoking the sensei, seen it. More densely populated areas, yeah, I've seen them. Not a fan, like being found in Amelia. Clean fingers and bulimia, now throw it up. Trying to grow up in the best timeline. And let the light shine for a couple lifetimes. Hoping these aliens can toss me a lifeline. Before ice gets them and makes them all go bye-bye. Remember when timeline jump in. It's wise to keep your mind on something. You never know how you're gonna react. Try to hold on and bring yourself back when you snap. Right now, a child is being born online and being favorited and retweeted, all with the appropriate hashtags. So it's no wonder that 92% of two-year-olds in the United States of America have an online record. Because parents have been socializing their children since conception. Right now, an infant is getting their first laptop that's soft and squishy and makes noise. And they're struggling with it. Right now, an infant is getting their first iPhone and learning to tap and swipe all while drooling on it. 92% of two-year-olds play video games because that is what parents are putting in front of their precious children to keep them entertained and quiet. Right now, a toddler is being potty trained on a specially designed potty to hold their electronic device. Right now, a toddler is learning where to put their device down so that they can wipe while they're learning to go to the bathroom. Right now, a family is out to dinner at a restaurant, not enjoying each other's company, but each staring into the screen of their choice, completely ignoring the family members. Walking down the street with my sack of tricks, no one ever guessed it's my bag of dicks, it's the podcast. Yeah, it's the podcast.
I said I'm walking down the street with my sack of tricks No one ever guessed it's my bag of dicks It's the podcast Motherfucking podcast <laughs>